This is Rashawn Slater, first-round draft pick for the LA Chargers, and you're listening to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. Bolt up. Hello, and welcome to the Charged Up Bolts podcast. I'm your host, Elliot Bermudez, and on this podcast, we bring you the latest Chargers news. We preview, review every Chargers game, and we bring you the hottest content off the preseason and into the regular season. Um, Before we start... Um, we've had some very sad news over here in the UK and Her, Her Majesty the Queen Elizabeth II has passed away at the age of 96. So from all the Charged Up Bolts team and the Charged community, we just want to say our deepest condolences to the royal family and I cannot say how much respect we have for that lady. So rest in peace. Um, what a sad day for for the UK. Thank you for joining, however. We're going to turn to some more positive news, which is... Ramp it up. It is Chargers football. It's coming. It's on Sunday. The season's getting underway. And I don't think I've ever felt such electricity towards a Chargers season. And I am joined by two immensely exciting guests for you today. The first is the wonderful fan of the season, back for a second time, Jen Mills. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I am I could be better, but, you know, I've got the Chargers football to... to calm my nerves well I don't think that's the right way of putting it to get me even more amped up and excited and nervous but uh, you know it's going to be um going to be an interesting week but really good to have you thank you for joining no no problem I'm happy to be here thank you for inviting me yeah no worries I'm also joined by the amazing Dan from Chargers Unleashed how are you my friend finally get to meet you Elliot I'm good thank you so much for having me um honestly I gotta say this week has been kind of wild. I feel like there's been so much energy and so much emotion and, you know, talking to Raiders fans back and forth. It's just a lot. And now coming on here with you, Elliot, I feel like it's been in such a more calm mood. I love, I love the vibe here. I feel like we could just kind of have some tea and talk about this football <laughs> game, uh, the American football game, if you will. But no, seriously, yes, thanks so much for having me. Uh, excited for this week coming up. Yeah, it's, it's a huge week. And, you know, I, I haven't been a Chargers fan for as long as, as you guys over there in California, you lucky devils. Um, so I start, started supporting the team 2008. Uh, NFL was starting to get going. Rivers had, had come across the pond. And I've never seen the Chargers win the division and, or even make a significant run in the playoffs. And it feels different. This The electricity and excitement about this season under Staley and Herbert, you know, with the ball in his hands, there's just electricity. And, and we've got Raiders for the first time in Chargers history as their opening game, right? And how, how more perfect could it be? Uh, uh, Jen, are you, are you excited? Do you think this is, this is the start of something or are you more calm and a bit cautious? I think a bit of both. I was at the game at Elysian in Vegas last season. And, and to think that our first game is against the Raiders at SoFi this season to open it up. I want to like scream for excitement, but I'm trying to be very (laughs) calm and not get ahead of myself. But I do have high expectations for that game. It's going to be exciting to get, potentially get revenge because how miserable. We predicted victories. We thought, you know what, it's the Raiders. We threw it away, the timeout. Oh, my goodness. What a way to end a season on a low and then ramp it up with hype, the off-season excitement into the first game against the Raiders. You couldn't write a better script. You know, Dan, is there a bubble to be popped by the Raiders again? Or do you think we're in a better place? There could be. You know, I I certainly don't want to say that we're going to guarantee a victory. Uh, 
to, or at least we're going to guarantee seeing a victory from the team. But it is a little poetic that we get to go up against, we get to go see the Chargers go up against the Raiders week one after what happened last year. And, you know, I, I'm shamelessly positive. At least I try to be optimistic on our show, Chargers Unleashed. But I do almost feel that if it didn't happen the way it did last year, this team wouldn't look the way it does now. I think this, I think this coaching staff immediately went to to work to revamp the things that were you know, some of our downfalls last year. You know, we go out and get some key marquee players on both offense and defense. And if the Chargers didn't get, you know, if, let's just face it, if if they didn't get embarrassed on Week 18, um, I like the chip. I like the edginess that this team has. Yeah. Uh, week one is definitely going to be. Uh, exciting. You know, Brandon Staley talked about, you know, last year had nothing to do with this year. And I know everyone's trying to be all politically correct, but come on, like, you know, everybody who was on this team, even the folks who weren't on this team last year, know what happened week 18. And to be able to kind of get some form of vengeance, uh, it's got to be something on the mind. Yeah, I and mean, you know, hopefully we're not. It doesn't look like we can have Storm Norton getting ripped apart every snap at right tackle. I don't know if Pipkins will, will fare better, but you've got to think that the roster moves, the defensive players who have familiarity in Staley, fourth and Staley, as that T-shirt says, Jen yes. as well. Look at that! What a coincidence! A Chargers Unleashed T-shirt sneaking its way <laughs> on the pod. I see you, Jen. I see you. Um, but you know, we've we've got this excitement. I think you can tone it down a little bit from from being fourth and Staley. Be a, we want to be aggressive, but we want to be aggressive in the right time and I think we've got those pieces so often defenses in particular will start the season slow you often see busted plays first games of the season as the teams get to to gel and understand the schemes they're being asked to execute this time the players know Staley's system so we should have a fast start to the to the season Raiders Chiefs you know two great games um do you think that we'll have that fast start, Dan? Do you think that Pipkins is better than Norton and we and we can get that momentum? I think we'll have a faster start than we saw last year, for sure. Um, I do think that Pipkins is going to be improved. We've heard the coaching staff and players talk about his improvement this season uh, all throughout training camp and preseason. And he won the starting job over Storm Norton. And uh, he did work out with Duke Manyweather, who's a big offensive line guru, uh, works out with Rashawn Slater, and Coach Lombardi talks about his improvements. So, yes, I do think it's um, going to be a notice- noticeable difference. Um, and fast start, yes. I mean, not only do they have a second year in this scheme, but they also brought in free agents to come into this team that have familiarity with this. So Sebastian Joseph Day is familiar with it. You've got folks like Bryce Callahan who are familiar with it. Khalil Mack played alongside Brandon Staley as his coach back in Chicago. So, Lots of folks, Troy Reader also comes for the Rams. So a ton of guys who have either been in this system before or are now in the second year. So you should see a faster ramp up. And you saw all throughout preseason. They, they, the starters didn't play in preseason, but they played at camp as if it was preseason. And the excitement the team has to get out there again, I think you're going to see a fast start, or at least faster start than you saw last year. I think last year it was against the Washington football team, and then it was against the Cowboys Watching the football game, watching the football team was a bit of a slower start. We they got out of the victory. The Cowboys game was a heartbreaking loss on like a sixty-nine thousand yard field goal from their kicker. <laughs> um, so yes, I think we're going to see a little bit starter. They're going to have to start faster this year. They got two huge games back to back. Now, Jen, you're you're a California girl, massive Chargers fan. Not not that I'm jealous at all. The experience you got winning that award, fantastic thing to ha- to have in your life. Um, 
the Raiders, you know, from for, for our European and Commonwealth listeners in particular, you know, we're not in California. So <laughs> are the Raiders the truly the big enemy? And ha- what does it mean to you, this game? Is it the big pinnacle playing the Raiders and beating them? I think for most fans, the Raiders are definitely our number one enemy. Some, I would say, would probably pick KC only because they've, you know, taken our division how many years in a row now so um but the raiders absolutely when you're when you're on any social media platform it especially during raiders week it's crazy like right now it is going off so absolutely for majority (laughs) of us fans here raiders week is it they are definitely our number one enemy (laughs) <laughs> so we've got to beat them. We've got to start fast, as as Dan said, and and, and get that victory. And then, you know, if, for those fans that think KC is number one, well, they can wait till week two. It's coming right around the corner. Brilliant. What a, start. <laughs> what a start. And, you know, the AFC, AFC West is just stacked. I've had all my fantasy drafts. I'm proud to say Devante Adams features nowhere. Mahomes, no. No Kelsey. Leave all the all these players. Russell Wilson, no thank you. I've got Justin Herbie in a couple of leagues. But, uh, you know, who, who Jen, are your favourite charges? Who are you watching in, in the Raiders game? Who are you going to be watching to see if they have a great game that you're rooting for the most on our roster? Honestly, I'm really looking forward to watching what Bosa and Mac are going to do on the defensive side. That for me is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And then on the offensive side, I'm really just looking forward to, you know, seeing what Williams and Allen, you know, can go and produce and see if they can repeat what they did in week 18 last season, you know, getting those amazing catches, but hopefully not on fourth downs. Hopefully <laughs> we can hard. get it done in the first or second down series. That would be great to see if we have to do the fourth and Staley, you know, like you said, they'll pick the right moments to do that. And I will be there cheering them on when they do. Amazing. Dan, same question to you. You know, are you thinking it's offense, defense you want to look at, particular players? Who do you think is going to absolutely rip it up on Sunday? You know, I'm excited about the offense, but I think we know how explosive the offense is. You know, they have so many playmakers on that side of the ball. You know, Jalen Everett, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler, Donald Parham, Josh Palmer, Jalen Guy, and DeAndre Carter. Like, it goes on and on and on and on, led by, obviously, Justin Herbert. Um, but it's the defense for me. I think we've seen Brandon Staley brought in because of his kind of defensive prowess and now giving him kind of the playmakers. And Daniel Wade from Locked On Chargers used the term closers. This Chargers defense now has so many closers on defense specifically. You look at a Derwin James. You look at Joey Bosa. You look at Khalil Mack. Bryce Callahan, to me, is a closer. You look at J.C. Jackson, if he could play. And that's just the few of the guys. I mean, you can still talk about Sebastian Joseph Day. You could talk about Drew Tranquil. You could talk about Austin Johnson. So many guys. Nazir Adderley kind of coming into his own. I think the defense is what I'm most looking forward to because last year you saw, Elliot, there were so many times where... The Chargers coaching staff had the defense in position to make the play. And at the end of the day, if you don't have the talent to go out and execute, there's nothing the coaching staff can do. This year, it is noticeably different. Jen has been out of training camp. I've been out there multiple times. Oh, you it, is, it is incredible how different it is out there this year versus years past. And to echo your statement earlier, like it does feel different. I've been a fan and covered this team for years. And I tell you, Back to the LT days, back to the Rivers, Breeze days. 
I honestly don't think that any of those years had as much hype that we have right now. Yes, there were great players then. Yes, the Chargers went far. They went to a Super Bowl in 94. I, I get all that. But in terms of off-season hype, I don't think it's been ever as high as it is right now. Jen, you've been a fan for years. Like, Would you agree? Absolutely. No, the amount of energy. I mean, I thought last season was great. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, yes, last season. This season, it like doubled. Like the expectations for what we want this season to end up and seeing with all of our amazing pickups in the offseason was so energizing. It started during the offseason and it just kind of snowballed and kept going and kept going. And then seeing it in person at training camp, you're like, wow, this is it's real. It's not just talk. So that was, you know, a lot of fun to see that go down. And so, yeah, I definitely believe this season's energy expectations is on a whole nother level. Oh, it's it just it's so exciting to speak positively. You know, we've been through we, we we've suffered and I know you've been fans longer, but I think I've suffered more because you've I have only seen I've seen North Turner, Mike McCoy, Anthony Lynn. That is my Chargers legacy <laughs> since I've been a fan. So give me a bit of a break here, guys. You know, um, I, I can't wait to see Zion Johnson. I'm a bit of a you know, everyone likes the flashy plays, the wide receivers getting the sacks on the for, for the linebackers and the defensive ends for me. I tend to watch the trenches. I like to see who wins. Um, and we, we were spoiled last year um, with our new left tackle. And now we get to watch Zion Johnson. And I'm proud to say, I, you may not have watched too many of my episodes. I make some ridiculously ludicrous ta- takes that then I have to eat my hat when they don't come true. But one I got right was Zion Johnson. I looked at David DeCastro and the Steelers took him and got stability on the interior of the line. And we've got a fantastic O-line. We've got Zion coming in, having a great preseason. I'm going to be just watching him like a hawk and seeing how he performs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm a glutton for punishment, watching the trenches rather than watching the exciting plays. Um, guys, do you think, I don't want to burst the bubble. I want to keep the optimism, the happiness going. But do you think we have any weaknesses? What would you expect, Dan? the Chargers' weaknesses that we have to just watch out for against these Raiders? It's funny you ask that. I was, I was thinking about that this morning, and I do think that that is kind of one of the keys to this game is which team can exploit the weaknesses of the other team. And I know I'm the shamelessly positive Chargers guy here, um, but I honestly don't know if there are any glaring Chargers' weaknesses. I think there are some questions that are unanswered right now. Um, right tackle is a big one. We talked about kind of Trey Pipkin's how is he going to look this year going up against Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, week one off the clip? Like, that's going to be tough. Um, and then also special teams. We know our kicker is pretty good. Our punter has been booming puns five seconds plus hang time. Uh, but coverage has still been suspect. You saw the game against the Cowboys in preseason. Two returns have been made, which was ugly. So I know we have a ton more depth and talent on this team to where you'd think in theory, that our special teams coverage would be much better, whether it's coverage, whether it's actually being able to go up against their side, being able to block things, maybe be able to protection. Um, those are kind of the two weaknesses or questions, probably I would more say for the Chargers. But again, if you look at it the other way, I think the weaknesses that the Raiders have, like there are some glaring actual weaknesses that I think Brandon Staley and his coaching staff are going to exploit. You know, it's a great point. And on the special teams, I don't care what the special teams do this season. I, I made this point the other night on 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 our regular show that 
we've we've seen a Chargers team with number one offense, number one defense, and the special teams ruins it for us. I'm more than happy to kick kick for touchbacks or or to touch every time we punt and you know or, or do field uh, do kickoffs. I'm happy with that and just win the ball because if you tell me we played the Raiders and we won, it's probably because the offense or the defense succeeded. Don't want to put it in the hands of the unpredictable special team. So perhaps that is a weakness. Um, I thought going into the season, uh, before the draft, before the free agent market, relying on Murray and Tranquil coming back from injuries at linebacker was a risk. People keep telling me Staley doesn't really value linebackers that much. But I'm glad we've signed Van Noy. I'm glad we brought in um, Reader. Is it Reader from... Um, Troy Reader. Yeah, Troy Reader, who's who's been productive in the Staley system. And Nick so Neiman th- also has looked pretty good this preseason so far. I couldn't agree more. So, you know, I don't think that's as much of a weakness. But, um, Jen, get us back to being positive. I want a prediction from you. Um, I value your opinion and I want to know who do you think? Let's just say it's a close game. Let's give Raiders some credit and it's a close game. Who do you think is making that clutch touchdown reception in the end zone to win us the game? Who do you, Who would you trust the most to catch that ball? Oh, my goodness. That is a tough question. Who? Oh, Oh, I don't know. I'm. I initial thought. I'm going to say Mike Williams oh, I like because that. I think that would be icing on the cake after how we lost our last game, and that would just ramp his confidence up a little bit more because I know he was just so upset. Because you know you saw the video of him saying that was for the game. That was for the game. So I don't know if that's wearing on him. Is in the back of his head. Who knows? But I think that would be pretty exciting to see. It would, just like the Chiefs game, th- that unreal reception. Was it a two-point conversion two point when he conversion. grabbed it? I was like, oh, my goodness. That was probably the pinnacle ever of any game to do that. So if you could do that again, I'm fully fully with you. Dan, would you would you go a different route? Are you trusting Mike Williams' hands? Fourth, fourth and Staley, we've got to beat the Raiders. Are you trusting him? I mean, yes, I would trust Mike Williams in a heartbeat. Um, but I probably would go Keenan Allen. There is no right answer or wrong answer here. <laughs> so many um, options. But but I would have to go Keenan Allen. You saw him get so many fourth and third down clutch receptions for touchdowns last year um, in the red zone. And he's automatic. Um, and he's always open. Keenan Allen is always open. So I, I would go Keenan Allen. Mike Williams, obviously, I would trust as well. Big body, kind of line up anywhere, uh, especially going up against this Raiders defense, if I'm being honest. Um, the Chargers receiving core in general is leaps and bounds better than the Raiders secondary. And so honestly, I would probably trust all five of our wide receivers against them in the fourth down. So that might be a hot take, but it might be a homerism in me, but I would. Do you know what? I just love it. Positivity, energy. We don't need any negativity here. Um, I'm going to ask you for a prediction, both of you. And we have a rule on my podcast. If you get it wrong, you have to eat a hat. So be careful because that is a very nice hat. You know, (laughs) I want to know, you've got blowout win, close win, tie, close loss, blowout loss. Predictions, please, for the game. Dan, go first. You know, for as much positivity as we have here and for as much as Chargers fans despise Raiders fans and the rivalry like the thing is the Raiders got much better this year and so to think that it's going to be a blowout either way in my opinion I feel is a little bit ignorant they're always going to be close games especially in their division especially week one especially given everything that happened last year uh so I think it has to be a close one I do have the Chargers winning it and I think that's just because I I think they're the better team I think top to bottom, I think they have probably a better 
roster at almost every position. So because of that, I see the Chargers winning. Not not only that, but because of the emotions going into this game. I mean, they have been chomping at the bit since week 18. It's been on their mind the entire offseason. Okay, so... Jen, do you agree? Don't blow a bubble. Is it going to be a defeat? I can't listen. <laughs> oh, no, I agree. I think the Chargers definitely will win. Uh, Score-wise, I'm probably thinking around 28-20. I mean, for some reason, That's that reasonable. was speaking in my mind. It's not going to be a blowout. You know, like Dan said, it's going to be a close game. But I definitely would take our team, Chargers, for the win. Chargers, I love it. Brilliant. So we're three for three because I'm definitely with you there. Um, for our listeners... Um, across the globe. Jen, last time we spoke, you had some really exciting thoughts, but you might get into the podcasting game. And I think I've heard a little birdie's told me that you have taken the leap. So why don't you tell our listeners all about your podcast show? Oh my goodness. Well, I am definitely a different podcast. As you can tell, I do not have stats. I can't talk like Dan about every player. That is not me. That is not how I am. I'm not like you, Elliot. You know, you guys can literally probably grab stats, you know, out of thin air. Um, so my podcast is basically what I do on Twitter. I want to do on my podcast, spread joy, spread the Chargers love, do my giveaways, have special guests who Dan has been killing it for the past couple of weeks with his special guests. If I could do that, that'd be great. Um, be sensational, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's about the community, you know, and being able to make a little bit of a difference. So that's, you know, trying to incorporate everything Chargers related and sports related. It doesn't always have to be Chargers related. I did have a, a guest who was a Colts fan who, you know, I had him on to talk about the foundation that he is you know, very close with because of his son who has a condition. So that was really, you know, something that I wanted to do when I thought about doing this is working with other fans of other teams and bringing, you know, small businesses, their foundations, you know, just to the light, just to, you know, give them some exposure and see if we can make a little difference in their lives. I love it. And what's it called and where can our listeners find it? It's called Mills on the Mic. And I want to, to make sure it was on YouTube so people could see because I like to throw in, you know, pictures and graphics and it just, you know, to kind of tie in whatever the topic is for the episode. Um, but you can listen to it on Spotify and iHeartRadio. And there's a bunch of others that I honestly can't remember. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, please give Jen a listen. She's sensational. What a lovely person. Um, and, you know, continued success we wish for you with uh, Jen. Jen Mills on the mic. I love that. What a name. You, that's you. so so catchy. Dan, I don't think there is a Charger fan who won't know you, but we oh, I, I kid you not, we do have two Somali-based listeners. So maybe they haven't. So for them, guys, you know, what is your podcast all about and where can they find it? Before I get into mine, Mills and the Mike, fantastic. I think you just had Austin Eckler on your show, which is oh, incredible. So you got to hey. go check out Mills on the Mike. Uh, Jen does great stuff, not only for Chargers fans, but for the community as well as for the team. I mean, she's out there. She's bleeding blue and gold all the time. Um, Chargers Unleashed is a podcast that I run along with Jake Hefter, part of the LA Football Network. Uh, we do our best to kind of bring perspectives, some unique 
perspective. Uh, hope I bring the positivity. Jake, usually my counterpart is more pessimistic, but we kind of balance each other out. Uh, we tried to bring, you know, unique discussions. Um, we do have some interviews that we've had with some Chargers players, some commentators. We've had uh, Sebastian Joseph Day recently on the show. We had Chris Rump on the show, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, uh, to name a few. But honestly, look, we're here to have fun. We're here to support this team, but also to cover the team for good and for bad. The Chargers fans have been in through so much the last decade or so. Uh, it's an exciting time for Chargers fans, but you know we try our best to cover it as honestly as we can. So Chargers Unleashed, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. Um, LAC underscore Unleashed on Twitter and Chargers Unleashed on YouTube. Be sure to like, subscribe. Uh, that's a shtick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. I cannot thank you both enough for joining us. To all our fans, the hype continues as we gear up for Sunday against the Raiders. First time in Chargers history on an opening day of the regular season. It's absolutely sensational. And it's hopefully the start of our, where's Wood? Touchwood Super Bowl run. Let's Super see. Super Bowl run, yes. <laughs> thank you again for joining me and thank you for listening. Bolt up and uh, God save the king.